Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It's a beautiful 16th of July, 2022. Coming up this episode of the Krusty Connect podcast, Flail and Fail, episode 181. Yes, more incompetency from our dear, dear leaders. Listener and viewer discretion is advised. Please stick around. Hit it, sweetheart. Because I am hard, you will not like me. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally working. From Western Canada, this is the Krusty Canuck Podcast, a Canadian veteran's point of view on political, social, economic issues, and life. Here's Krusty. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Crest Night Podcast, episode 181. This is brought to you in part by Dark Horse Entrepreneur. That's right, the fine gentleman, Tracy Brinkman. He can give you the finer points in podcasting at darkhorseschooling.com. Links will be in the description. And this is also brought to you in part by free speech more important than your feelings ladies and gentlemen that's right i'm your host crusty canuck on this beautiful summer day july 16th as the title says flail and fail yes there's been a, uh, rumblings around twitter recently from what melanie jolie said about the farmers protest in sri lanka For those you don't know sri lanka basically had a protest against the prime minister in regards to farming restrictions uh, nitrogen all the greenhouse gas bs that we've been feeling and hearing about uh, the past little while, uh, basically in the, in the same cohort and the same situation as what the Dutch farmers are going through right now as we speak. Uh, Mr. Frank Boot, Boot, did I say it right? Or Ruta? Mark Ruta, the Prime Minister of Holland or Netherlands, basically wants to take a 30% cut from nitrogen or basically take 30% of farmlands in the name of living the environment and Sri Lanka was doing that too but apparently the people protested and the prime minister fled that country for some reason eh interesting interesting <laughs> so when people uprise and people say look we had enough of your garbage these politicians relinquish and they quit interesting idea now that reminds me of something that happened this little while ago, just, you know, just this past winter in regards to Canadian truckers standing up and saying no more of these mandates, no more of this garbage. And when I look at the protest, the peaceful protest, and regardless of what all the TikToker lefties used to say and what have you about how some of these truckers are hurting people's feelings and inconveniencing the citizens of Ottawa. And oh my God, just scary. From what I've read and what I've seen, from citizen journalists such as True North, Rebel, and other interesting individuals, right? Greg Wycliffe, Daniel Boardman, some other interesting independent individuals who took it upon themselves to go and see what was going on in the nation's capital those three weeks. They weren't seeing fires being started. They weren't seeing property being damaged. They didn't see any rocks being thrown at any moving vehicles or trains or at windows. Okay. And there were some parliamentarians that are actually out and about and talking to people which is good as far as I'm concerned. Okay. But here's a tweet from our foreign affairs minister, Miss Menonie Jolie. Now, for those of you who don't know who she is, uh, she was appointed in 2015. She wasn't elected. Okay. She ran for uh, the office of mayor in the city of Montreal or La Ville de Montréal, however you want to say it. Okay. And she didn't get the election. But after the 2015 election, Justin Trudeau scooped her right up, right? Now, I'm sure uh, any of my uh, fans out there who are familiar with Jordan Peterson, he made a very, very clear case in regards to how he felt with the prime minister, how 
of the females in the liberal cabinet were actually elected. Okay. Now, firstly, before anyone jumps down my throat and says, oh my God, you're sexist, trustee, you're misogynistic. No. The better person gets the job. I am for having male and female alike in any position. I don't care who I work for as long as that person is qualified to do the effing job. Okay. But she was not elected, but she was scooped up anyway because she was a member of the, uh, the Liberal Party, LPC. Okay. And given positions, right? And now she has the portfolio. Oh, yes, of course. The portfolio of the foreign affairs minister. <coughs> Excuse me. It's kind of dry in here. Um, it puts things in, in a big perspective. Now, here's this lady. She is a qualified lawyer. She went to law school. So she's an attorney. Okay. And I'm not trying to piss on some lawyers here. But some of them, just like anybody else, can just do some real stupid things, right? Now, regardless of how you feel about the war in Ukraine against Russia, how you feel about the war here, war there, okay, she has been to that country, I think, at least three times since the Russians invaded, okay? Now, I want to put a tweet up here that she posted in regards to what happened to Sri Lanka there, ladies and gentlemen, and I want you to read it very carefully, too. Now, this is from my Twitter feed, and I, you know, responded to her, but I'll read it out for you here, too. Uh, this is from the 12th of July. Okay, Miss Melanie Jolie, Canada government official, the July 9th protests in Sri Lanka were a clear expression of the desire for a better Sri Lanka. Canada supports a peaceful constitutional path forward that supports urgent action on economic and political reform. Yes, and here's our part two to that. Yes, violence against peaceful protesters and journalists is unacceptable, and those responsible must be held accountable. The right to protest peacefully must be upheld. Now, my response to her, and there's a few more responses to her, is, but you didn't support Canada's protest. You hid just like Justin. Hypocrite. Urgent action? Question mark. Hmm. Emergencies Measures Act? Ring a bell or two? So that's self-explanatory there, ladies and gentlemen, where loyalties lie with our government officials. Okay, this is where the loyalties lie with these people. Now, it's okay for Sri Lanka to put their asses in the line to fight against a corrupt regime, a corrupt prime minister, okay? But when Canada does the exact same thing, and it doesn't matter what time of year it is, doesn't matter if it's January or July or October, okay? These truckers took it upon themselves to do something worthwhile. And your party did nothing but chastise, ridicule, falsely accuse, divide, and call him some nasty names. Your boss, your boyfriend, took it upon himself to call a lot of these people racist, bigots, Nazis, misogynists, and everything. When they wanted the rules to be lifted. Now, what do you call the Sri Lankan farmers? Are you going to call them racist, misogynists, Nazis too? So it's okay for another country to fight for their democracy, for their voices to be heard. Yet you sit in a goddamn ivory tower and you expect magical things to happen. Huh? Oh, Jesus. Getting a little, little heated in here. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, well, I, I think my audience out there, I think you, you get the drift. A lot of effing hypocrisy. And just a reminder, too, some people's kids and, you know, crack don't smoke itself. Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca. 
And that's right, ladies and gentlemen. If you like and hear what you see, please click like, subscribe, and share this all over your social media platforms. And a special thank you out there to my new Facebook subscribers out there. Uh, my uh, membership just kind of went up a little bit there, too. So thank you out there to my Facebook fans. You guys are awesome. Thank you very much. And please don't forget to comment, click like, subscribe, and share my content all over your social media platforms if you can, too. Help an independent guy like myself out there with some exposure and hopefully try to make some money doing this too i'd like to put a lot of effort and time when i make my episodes for you out there my wonderful audience and a special thank you again out there too to my new youtube subscribers i know they've gone up as well so give yourselves a round of applause there too right on excellent outstanding good to see you thanks for coming all that good stuff and uh, we'll carry on with the flail and fail now you've heard me ramble on about justin this and justin that and I've had a few comments on my Facebook page recently when I put up my promo uh, promotional video there you find on YouTube. And some people saying, oh, well, you're dull. Okay, you don't have to watch my show, but I can take it. And I've had a few people condemn me for buying some advertising space on Facebook too. Now that I'm working steady and, you know, I pay my bills to keep the lights on, keep food in my fridge, keep my wife happy, put gasoline in my truck and her car, keep things on the go, I can spend a couple of dollars on some adverts here and there to promote my brand, okay? Now, <coughs> when it comes to more of the flail and fail thing out there, I'm seeing a lot of people, and I'm not going to categorize them all, but what we'll say they're usually in the age range of 20-something, 30-something, and they sit there and they're first ones to point about, oh, you spend money on this and you spend money on that. Well, because it's none of your goddamn business what I spend my money on. It's none of your business how I promote my show. If you see a link in your feed and it has my logo on it and my ugly mug on it, you don't have to click on it. If you want to and listen to another point of view, you're more than welcome to. If you don't want to, you don't have to. You don't have to click on it. But if you're going to constantly take the time when you're sitting there waiting for a bus or waiting for a reach around or uh, waiting for a blowjob from your boyfriend, okay, worrying about what I'm posting on Facebook, and buddies and buddettes, you're not fucking living. So you don't like what I have to say, or you don't like my mug on your feed, then press an X beside it, or delete it, or snooze it. Okay? It's funny how the algorithm's working, because ever since I've bitched about communism, I'm seeing more communist feeds <laughs> in my feed. So I click X, I delete it, I, I got no time for it. I've engaged a few commies online, and they all come up with the same answer. Oh, well, you don't understand. It's not real communism. Oh, you don't understand. If I was this, if I was that. Yeah, if you were in charge of any kind of political party, putts, you'd be the first one to go. Trust me. All right? So something to think about, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, carrying on again with more flail and fail. Um, we're not seeing any kind of light out of these people. It makes such a big stink about Justin Trudeau uh, getting a new haircut and being at the stampede. And I had a video here someplace. I don't think I, I don't think I kept it. I was just laughing at it. But if you want to see the video of Justin Trudeau being heckled, when the mainstream media even said to people that he was admired from everybody at the Calgary stampede, well, firstly, he was not at the stampede. He was about 17 or 20 clocks, clicks outside of the actual stampede grounds doing a pancake breakfast to promote some uh, porch pirate. What the hell was his name? Uh, Shalel. Anyway, he was a guy that was caught stealing paraphernalia off people's, uh, people's porches, like uh, pamphlets and stuff like that were dropped off by other candidates. Kind of shady politics when you think about it, right? But these are the same people too that are going to hold on for 
their jobs for dear life until the next federal election is called. Because, you know, after six years of service and in the parliamentary system, you get yourself a nice cushy pension. Yes. After six years of dedicated service to your constituents. <laughs> yes, really. Tell me, how many of those servants have served the constituents properly over the past five years? Like I mentioned earlier, Miss Jolie, Miss Jolie, was not elected. She was appointed. Okay? So that Twitter proved, that little tweet of hers, the twit, right? didn't prove anything valuable. Just more bloody virtue signaling. More bloody, oh, look what we're doing to save the world. Right? These are the same people that are putting more emphasis on electric cars, more emphasis on cricket consumption, right? Well, they're screwing beef farmers and dairy farmers right up the chuff, right? But what do I know? Now I'm just some crusty Canuck. Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at krustycanuck.ca. And just another reminder, too, ladies and gentlemen, if you like and hear what you see, please you can look for me on Twitter, Facebook, Rumble, Instagram, YouTube, Getter, and Podbean, too. And I'm trying to expand to other platforms as well. But please share this content all around your social media platforms the best you can. Engage me in a conversation, comments, click like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Whether you see this on Facebook or YouTube, anyway, do what you can, ladies and gentlemen. And if you want to donate, there's a link in my description where you can uh, donate at your leisure as well, too. Um, you know, I'd like to make this a full-time commitment someday, if I could, <laughs> you know. Uh, but it takes time, and it takes wonderful viewers like yourself to make that a reality. Now, I just look at my subscriber count. I got about 9,600 and and 94, I believe, was my last count, which is pretty good. I'm really happy with that. And it's because of viewers like you that made that happen. Now, let's say if half of you could give me a dollar a month. Wow. That would be fantastic. But I'm not going to sit here and beg for change and shake my tush for quarters. That's up to you, my, my beautiful audience out there. So if you want to donate and consider doing that, please do that, too. And there's also some rumblings, too, there, ladies and gentlemen, in regards to a turbine that Russia had here, apparently, that was being repaired in Quebec. And then they're sending it back because that turbine helps bring natural gas and uh, other fuels to Germany. So I don't know. It's uh, I've got the story here. Uh, decision to exempt gas turbines from sanctions. Right thing to do, says Freeland. Uh, I'll just read along here too, ladies and gentlemen. I'll add this to the show here. I just find it kind of uh, kind of odd, really, when you think about it. Uh, I just don't really find it legitimate. You know, when I find something um, like this ridiculous, it just reminds us again how stupid some of these individuals really are when it comes to governing this country and what they're going to do and how they're going to do it. Like, do they really, really want to see any kind of... Um, change they want to see any kind of you know progress of any sort they want to help people i'll just read this along here ladies and gentlemen you can decide for yourself and this comes from the fine people the canadian press you know another bunch of individuals that received millions of dollars from the canadian taxpayers but it's still an interesting story nonetheless so a uh, decision to exempt gas turbines from sanctions right thing to do says miss freeland canada's decision last week to send repaired parts of russian natural gas pipeline back to germany was a difficult but necessary as deputy prime minister christopher freeland said saturday the liberals are facing heavy criticism from ukraine for exempting six siemens energy turbines which were serviced in montreal and helped deliver gas to parts of germany from sanctions against russia over its invasion of ukraine 
speaking to reporters in a teleconference after a meeting of G20 finance ministers in Bali, Indonesia. Freeland said she understood Ukraine's response, but defended the government's move as the right one to make under the circumstances. This was a very difficult decision, Mr. Speaker. Oh, Mr. Speaker, that was a difficult decision for Canada. I understand the concern that Ukraine has about it, but it was the right thing to do, Freeland said. Canada is united and determined to support the people of Ukraine. They've contributed $3.4 billion in total financial military support. And I'm proud that Canada has led the way in many aspects to support Ukraine and oppose Russian President Vladimir Putin. But Canada all alone cannot provide Ukraine the support it needs, Freeland said, adding to united effort on part of Canada's fellow G7 members and the Transatlantic Alliance is necessary to ensure the support. Okay, well, I'm not going to read any more of this. It's It just seems more farble garb filibusting, whatever the fancy fucking words they use now in regards to doing this. But I think you get my point, ladies and gentlemen. It is nothing but a poop show. Okay? Now, I'm not going to deny any country natural gas or fuel for its longevity. Okay? But, you know, there's something right here that makes it a little more, how do you say, feasible. We have something in Canada called natural gas and oil. Maybe we can give that to Europe, eh? What a novel idea. Oh, I just cream in my jeans. Right? But we've tried that before. But because we have these laws and people like Melanie Jolie, Christopher Freeland, you know, Barbie the Builder, formerly known as, you know, Climate Barbie. Now she's out of politics. You know, she's got her pension. She did her six years. She's happy as a pig in poop, right? She's out of the scene. John Wilkinson now, I think, is the new environmental minister, right? They don't want to sell Canadian oil and gas. They don't want to put shovels in the ground to build the pipelines to help our economy along so we could give Europe a break, right? They don't want to do that. They just want to give the tools back to the aggressors and say, okay, do your bidding, and then we'll just carry on throwing whatever sanction we can at you in the process. Yet, all the sanctions they've talked about hasn't deterred, hasn't deterred Mr. Putin at all. So, they're making a right decision to do what? You scratch our balls, we'll scratch yours. Slap and tickle, slap and tickle. Oh my, it's like a Sunday supper. Ooh! Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca. And once again, ladies and gentlemen, if you like and hear what you see, please click like, subscribe, and comment, and share this content all around your social media platforms. Help us independent Canucks out there get the word out to you, my wonderful audience. And a special thank you again to my newer subscribers. Well done on your parts, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Thank you for the subscriptions and the kind words I've been receiving, too. Like I say, I try to get every uh, episode up and running every other Saturday and Tuesday because my work schedule but those of us who is those of you who have stuck with me all this time, thank you very much and all this too. And if you want to reach out to me, reach out to me. I don't mind. I will do my best to answer whatever email I can or even a letter or two. I uh, keep everything in my description. Uh, so if you want to contact me, you can contact me, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, email is crustybcanuck, all one word, crustyb, letter B, canuck67 at gmail.com. You can see at the bottom of your screen there too, ladies and gentlemen. And just send me an email. Whatever you want to answer anything or ask me anything or engage me in debate. But if you're a communist and if you think socialism is going to save your ass, eh, it ain't. And history has proven that. So don't even engage me in debate with you. 
don't because Karl Marx was nothing but a louse. Okay. I read the communist manifesto. I read his notes on the purpose of people. He didn't give two shits about people. He didn't give two shits about his own wife, his own family, not even his friend. If it wasn't for a guy like Frederick Ungels that gave him the money all the time, looked after his sorry ass. Do you actually goddamn think the communist manifesto would have ever been published? Think about that. Think about that for a minute. Not a chance in hell. So if any of these little socialists are watching my show right now and you want to throw racial issues at me and privilege issues at me, I'm going to remind you something about privilege in this country. Okay? You have to work to get ahead. Doesn't matter if you're black or white, male or female. Doesn't matter how you identify. Doesn't matter if you're First Nations. Doesn't matter if you're Asian. Doesn't matter if you're from Sri Lanka, India, Pakistan. The Middle East, doesn't matter if you're from Australia or Britain or Ireland or Scotland or French, doesn't matter if you're from La Belle Provence or you're an Acadian descendant. You got to work to get ahead. You do. And regardless of what your degree says, that's just a piece of effing paper. Because here's a piece of paper. I got pieces of paper in my wallet too that give me qualifications to do wonderful things. But I have to work to earn them. Just like you have to work to earn your degree. Just like you have to work to get your dissertation published. To prove how communism can work in the modern world <laughs> when it can't and you know it. Okay? So any of these little kids want to engage me in a thoughtful discussion, you're more than welcome to. Okay? But here's a question to some of those communists out there. How come we're not seeing drove upon drove of people waiting in line to get into, let's say, Cuba? Or waiting in line to get into mainland China? Or waiting a line to get into North Korea, right? How come we're not seeing drove and drove of people making rafts and trying to get there and say, we're going to utopia? Because it's not true, okay? And if Canada and the United States are such racist countries, how come there's so many benefits out there to help people get up and to start a business or to get a student loan to go to school? or get certain perks and privileges based on gender or based on creed. Hmm? Something to think about. So the next time you point a finger at somebody like me and call me a supremacist, I'm not a white supremacist. I'm the furthest thing from it. My best friend in the whole effing world. And I've been friends with this guy since at the age of 17. He is Dene. Plays a mean guitar got a great spirit, hell of a work ethic, and an all-around great guy, right? And we've been through some tough times together, and we've watched each other's backs all the time, and he's taken it upon himself to be a good man because he made those decisions too. Just like you can, just like your neighbor can, just like your wife can be a good woman, just like your sister be a good woman, everybody can make those decisions to be a good person. And that's what it effing takes, ladies and gentlemen, to be a better person, regardless of what political stripe you're on, especially the commies too. Okay? So we can sit here all day and discuss the proletariat until we're blue in the face, but it's not going to help anything because we know it failed. The 20th century proved that. Okay? Those individuals who brag about having degrees. Here's an individual who had a degree too. Little Asian guy back in the 1970s did a heinous thing. And he received a degree in the late 50s, early 60s out of France. 
And he got his PhD because of his studying and how the French people loved him. And how he was given certain benefits because of his background, right? Because of his connection to the people of Cambodia. You know what his name was? Pol Pot. You know how many people he killed? Anywhere from 2 million to 6 million people. In a span of a few years in the 1970s, as the Americans were pulling out of Vietnam. So if you brag about having a degree in something or a paper in something, that's great. Use it for something good. If you have an English degree, write the great Canadian novel. Write a dissertation, how we can improve our spending habits or write something that can help us achieve a proper environmental goal. Write something that can promote the use of hemp and its fibers. Write something that can promote self-sufficiency so people aren't relying on the government's teat or the taxpayer's teat to get ahead. Right? That's the thing. I just, I, I, I just sometimes laugh hysterically because in a way I, I wanted to go to school too. I wanted to get post-secondary education, but I, I, I didn't want to get into the academic side of it. I wanted to get the hands-on side of it. I wanted to create, I wanted to write, I wanted to display things. No, and I wasn't going to do interpretive dance before you say it. <laughs> but when I look at post-secondary education now and the way it's being flaunted about, I don't find it that thrilling or rewarding. Now, I'm not condemning anybody right now who's going. Go for it. By all means, go for that PhD. Go for that qualification. Go for your BA. Go for your master's. Fucking knock yourself out and have fun doing it. But keep critical thought open. Keep freedom of expression open. And the freedom to be open. That's how it works. I always looked at university as a step up where you can bring critical thought to the spectrum. And work on it, enhance it, make it better, right? Come up with ideas to fix things, right? Are wind turbines effective? Not necessarily. If you live by the ocean, there's constant current. Underwater turbines could be a little more efficient than the wind turbines you see south of the province, right? But I think you get my point when it comes to finding ideas. Rather than worrying about safe spaces and who's marginalized and who represents this and represents that, what kind of ideas can you come up with to help the so-called marginalized? Right? What kind of ideas can you come up with that are going to help people, to educate people, not re-educate people, but to educate people? We don't need any more of this re-educate stuff we don't need any more of this bell back better camilla where's my rocky road we need to educate and it starts with you and me it starts with them starts with theirs or z's or zonks or however you want to pronounce it it starts with all of us okay i try to do better every day when i can do a little bit extra work at my job regrease this regrease that double check things check the air in my tires are my levels all nominal? Am I good to go? Okay, great. Well, I got an extra 20 minutes. Well, shit. Maybe I'll shovel this out. Maybe I'll wash this out. Just something to do to add more work. So my employer knows that I give a shit about what I'm doing. So that way he can't go to his coworkers and say, don't trust that guy. You know what I mean? Making an effort. My neighbor needs to need a hand. I'll give him a hand. He's giving me help, and I'm grateful for my neighbor. He helped me with my deck. Looks fantastic now. Maybe I'll show some pictures later on. But I think you get my point, ladies and gentlemen. It's, it's a matter of us standing up and doing what's right. To these clowns that we have elected 
or who are appointed. They don't know what the hell they're doing. They know the one thing. They're going for their pension. They're getting paid to look like they care. They're getting paid to represent. In the article I just read, $3.4 billion gone to Ukraine already. How come that $3.4 billion can't go to our military to help our troops out? Right? Instead, they have to worry about how many uniforms are going to be more inclusive and more disciplined. Right? Have to worry about how many handfuls of people might not be included when we're losing on recruitment. So it shows you that priorities of this government are not really in sync with a lot of Canadian values, right? As I mentioned, Justin Trudeau was at the stampede. He was maybe there maybe three or four hours. If he had any balls, he would have been at the actual stampede, displaying himself, showing himself proudly. Because you know how the mainstream media is saying, oh, he's so admired. No, he's not. Because he's bought the mainstream media to write what he says, what he wants to hear and read and see, right? So it's up to people like yourselves out there, myself, other independent creators to get our words out. So people who happen to watch our shows or read our columns or enjoy our content can make the decision themselves on how to carry on. And that's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, it's about carrying on. Now, I've rambled long enough about these clowns and you know, sure, it adds fuel to the fire. But we need to get people out there thinking again for themselves. Look out for their families. And there's nothing wrong with those flags behind me there, too. Nothing racist about the Maple Leaf. Nothing racist about the Union Jack or the Red Ensign. Canada's first flag prior to the Maple Leaf. There's nothing wrong with being a Canadian. Right? And to the individuals that have said to me, well, Canada's this and Canada's that. If you hate it so much, then go elsewhere. If you think Cuba is a Mecca and a paradise, go for it. If you think North Korea is a Mecca and paradise, hey, go for it. Knock yourself out. Think China is a Mecca and paradise. Go for it. It's crony capitalism there. Crony capitalism brought to you by the founders of TikTok and the CCP. Other day, I had a couple of invites on my Facebook page. Oh, I'm so-and-so. I'm from Ottawa, but I live here. Oh, I'm from Montreal, but I live here. I asked them both the same question. Oh, really? You're part of the CCP? Guess what happened to their profile is not even two minutes after I've asked them that. Disappeared. Ooh. So are we getting infiltrated by certain individuals in the CCP? Maybe. I don't know. Does it really matter? No, I don't care. Right? Doesn't bother me at all. You fight with words. And as a last resort, drop the gloves. It's that simple. Anyhow, ladies and gentlemen, I've been Krusty Canuck on this beautiful 16th of July, 2022. I hope nothing but I hope for nothing but good things for all you out there. And uh, do what you can to help each other's out in these trying times. Stay hydrated. The weather is really hot outside. And uh, look after your pets. Make sure they're not locked away someplace. And please pay attention to the little kids out there, too. Make sure they're hydrated as well. We've all heard the story about some mother who forgot her infant in her vehicle. And I'm just shake my head at that. Needless to say, ladies and gentlemen, do what you can to help each other in these trying times, especially this weather. Stock up on some dry goods. Hydrate yourselves. I'm going to take a moment to go outside and appreciate what's around you. Help your neighbors out the best of your ability. If you know any people out there that are struggling, don't hesitate to give them a hand. The other day I was in the Tim Hortons uh, drive-thru and uh, 
what I do, I usually get my morning coffee, grab my coffee. And for shits and giggles, you know, the person behind me, she was waiting for her coffee too. And I said to the clerk there, I said, well, how much is her bill? Well, it was like $8 and change. I said, okay, I'll pay her bill too and just carry on. So I went and parked my truck, filled up my thermos for my coffee and all that. And this individual didn't even say thank you after what I did. Now, not that I was expecting it or, you know, demanding any kind of retribution or any kind of payback. It was just, I gave a kind gesture to an individual and couldn't even spend two seconds to say, oh, hey, thanks for that. You know, little things like that matter. They add up, right? And I'm not saying, ladies and gentlemen, you do a kind gesture for somebody to expect some great reward in return. But when you do something nice for somebody and that someone doesn't say thank you or show a kind of appreciation, then it can deter you. But don't let that deter you. I just wanted to share that with you to tell you that sometimes people just don't give a shit. But it's up to you and me to give a shit. You know what I mean? Like I said, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of the Crusty Hank Podcast for July 16th, 2022. I wish nothing but good things for you as all. And if you do like and like what you hear and say or see, <laughs> please click like, subscribe, share this all around your social media platforms. And don't be shy. Uh, give me a chance. Donate if you can, too. And like I always say, too, ladies and gentlemen, humanity merit wins the day. Take care, and I'll see you Tuesday. Bye for now. Hit it, sweetheart. Because I am hard, you will not like me. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally working. This has been another episode of the Krusty Canuck Podcast. Stay sane and thank you for listening. From Western Canada, this is the Krusty Canuck Podcast. Well, smack my ass and call me Judy. <laughs>